This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern will depart for New York City this coming Saturday in order for her to appear for a national speech in front of the United Nations General Assembly. Her trip, which will include Air New Zealand's inaugural direct Auckland to New York City route, will be another display of New Zealand on the world stage. Here to talk more about the Prime Minister's trip and the importance of international affairs in general is University of Otago PhD candidate and geopolitical analyst with Victoria University of Wellington's Democracy Project, Geoffrey Miller. This is Ardern's fourth address to the General Assembly during her time as Prime Minister. What message does Aotearoa New Zealand's consistent presence at the UN send? Yes, New Zealand was one of the founding members of the UN way back in 1945. So uh, New Zealand has been with the UN right from the very beginning. And as you say, we've been a consistent presence. That doesn't mean that we haven't been critical of the UN at times. New Zealand has always been very critical of some aspects of the UN, particularly the right of veto for the five permanent members of the Security Council. And that was something that New Zealand opposed right back in 1945. But you know, New Zealand has continued to uh, work with the UN, work within the UN framework as a small country, as a small state. You know, the UN is really, really important for New Zealand. New Zealand doesn't have uh, the size, the clout of you know bigger countries like you know the United States. Uh, so, working within you know multilateral institutions is just a key component of New Zealand's foreign policy. It has been so for decades. What themes can we expect to underpin Ardern's speech to the General Assembly? Yeah, I went back and had a look at some of her uh, speeches that she's given uh, since 2018 to the UN, uh, the UN General Assembly. I, I think she she focuses on on very unifying themes on on truly global issues such as climate change. Uh, you know, UN reform itself comes through. Uh, you know, after the Christchurch attacks in 2019, she spoke to the UN, obviously talking a lot about that about these you know shared values that the world has against you know things like terrorism which is something that most you know most if not all countries you know condemn of course there are you know definitional issues with terrorism but you know it's something that most people do agree on that terrorism is a bad thing so it tends to be these kinds of things she will talk about in her speech the gathering of leaders for the general assembly creates myriad opportunities for other avenues of international affairs what other appearances will Ardern be making while she is in new york yeah, a lot of the the real value of the UN General Assembly comes on the sidelines because it does bring all of these leaders together in one place in New York at the same time, and that doesn't happen very often, especially you know over the last two years it hasn't happened very often because of COVID. So this will be the first real UN General Assembly after COVID, if you like, um, and it will be Ardern's first appearance since 2019, and she'll get to meet a whole host of of world leaders. Uh, starting with Emmanuel Macron, the French president, she's hosting a special summit uh, with him on the Christchurch call, which is the campaign to remove violent extremist material online that was started after the Christchurch mosque attacks. Um, and there will just be a whole host of, of sideline meetings, you know, long or short, she'll have with you know various presidents and prime ministers from a real range of countries. And Ardern really is a world figure in her own right. Um, you know, she's built up quite a profile and there'll be plenty of other leaders who want to meet her. So uh, I don't think it will be hard to, uh, to get meetings for Ardern um, next week. Why should understanding of Aotearoa and New Zealand's global affairs matter to everyone? Yeah, New Zealand's obviously it's a small country at the bottom of the world, but we're very much a global 
player in, in the sense that we're a global trading nation. We rely on connections with the world, you know, to uphold our standard of living. We're great travellers, uh, New Zealanders. So, um, you know, I think we are very interested in the world. And I think we've had an extra appreciation of that over the last couple of years when you know we weren't able to travel you know up until what March this year it was almost impossible wasn't it with because of the MIQ requirements to to go anywhere outside our borders uh, unless you had you know very good reasons to do so so I think we appreciate our connections with the world even more after COVID and uh, you know I think it's essential to sort of understand the way the world works and of course there are many ways to do that Scott. What opportunities are there for the public to engage more with these global affairs? Well, I've got something that's maybe right up your street there. So I'm working with a group of students uh, to organise some just some trial sessions this year in partnership with the New Zealand Institute of International Affairs. So we're inviting down some diplomats from Wellington and we've got these uh, couple confirmed for the 22nd of, of uh, September, so next Thursday, at six o'clock in Burns Two in the Arts Building, we've got the deputy, uh, the acting deputy chief of mission from the U.S. Embassy, Chris Allison. He's coming down to to talk to uh, students and anyone who's interested from from Dunedin. Um, so it's open entry, free, uh, free for all. There will be Q and A afterwards. Uh, so come along to that on on Thursday next week. We've also got uh, just confirmed this week um, the Chinese. Uh, embassy deputy he's coming down uh on the 29th of september so the following thursday also at six o'clock at the same time so we've got promotion already for uh that first one with the u.s uh acting deputy chief of mission chris allison um that's already out there and we'll be doing starting promotion for the for the second event uh with uh the the chinese deputy mr uh wang jenua uh, on the 29th we'll be starting that soon but uh, you can jump on the Facebook page um, you can search for NZIIA Dunedin NZIIA Dunedin on Facebook um, or have a look at the New Zealand Institute of International Affairs website if you don't do Facebook and the information is on there as well we'd love to see as many people as possible um, I said to one of the other organisers that we'd like to just have a non-embarrassing number of people so if it's just us and the diplomats it will be a bit embarrassing uh, so come along and you know there will be the opportunity to ask some good uh, probing questions in the Q&A session. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast there are heaps more at r1.co.nz